We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show World Cup Edition. I am Adam Zadroik. For this show, I will be discussing the Draft Kings showdown between Qatar and Ecuador, the Sunday opener. Before that, I want to get through some of the stuff that Rotowire will be covering for the World Cup. So if you know all this stuff, if you're you know, if you're a loyal subscriber to Rotowire, all this stuff will be familiar to you. But I'm just gonna quickly run through it. So as you can see right on the soccer page, we got a FIFA World Cup fantasy guide to help you if you're playing that game to help you with that we have a bunch of stuff we have a bunch of articles we got a bunch of betting stuff um right here all the articles i put out a betting manifesto for the world cup if you never bet on the world cup before or if you want a few tips to bet on the world cup that is included in there you go to our sports betting page we have more articles i just posted bets for the game that I will be talking about Sunday's game I just posted bets for that one Qatar against Ecuador we got golden boot odds we got the full we did a summer preview with a bunch of our staff as you can see here written by all of these guys across around the world really so a lot of different a lot of different insight we also have a group A to group A H betting previews those were all written over the summer so the odds have changed but also on the betting page you can see we have all this good information here if you're betting. Um, Qatar against Ecuador. You click into that game, you can see line movement. I will be talking about this, but you can see the line movement in this. You can see injuries. You can see the lineup. You can see the news for the players. You got all that stuff on the betting page. And again, you can just change the date. And here you are. There are three matches on Monday. Again, same thing. You can just click into all these matches, find all the information. The DFS page, go to our DFS section. As you can see, we got an article up. Corners, set pieces, and penalty takers for every team in the World Cup, and we will be updating it after every match. Cheat sheets, that is the important thing here. We will, <laughs> I will be using cheat sheet throughout the show. Um, also, for our DFS content, we're going to have a DFS show for every slate. We may even... Every classic slate, we're going to have a DFS show right on YouTube, right on our podcast feed. We will have articles for DraftKings, for FanDuel, 
for Yahoo, for pretty much whenever they're gonna, whenever there's gonna be slates, we will have articles for those. We will have shows for them. We will have exclusive showdown uh, videos as well, showdown articles like this one. We will have an exclusive for the USA games, exclusive uh, showdown pieces for those as well. So, so here's this. I think I think that's kind of a bit of everything. Uh, ran through it all. Uh, am I forgetting anything? I don't know. I'm talking to myself, so no one can answer that question. So let's just go into the cheat sheets. Here we go. FanDuel, DraftKings cheat sheet. We're talking DraftKings. And here are the cheat sheets. If you don't get access to our cheat sheets, also if you don't get access to any of our information, um, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial. Also, I forgot to mention, we also have lineups. Let me get into it. We have expected 11s. Look at this. We got expected 11s for every game here. That is on our lineups. You can go to uh, articles is all of our World Cup articles, all the stuff I didn't mention. That can also be found in the article section. You got that. We got depth charts as well. So if you're playing, I don't know, something like So Rare or any kind of fantasy game or even DFS, we got depth charts for what these teams look like. And we also have projections. So if you're, you need these projections for something, we got projections. Injury report. Of course, we are constantly updating any kind of injury. As you can see here, 32 teams. The list is long in terms of injuries and this will be you know this is constantly updated by the hour so okay i think that is it <laughs> i think we're ready to talk about this slate this might be in addition to me going solo on this this might be the most difficult game i've ever talked about <laughs> uh, it's just uh we got qatar we got ecuador so look in the odds here so ecuador Slightly favored, 40% chance to win. Qatar, 29%. Ecuador's clean sheet, 36%. Qatar, 29%. Implied goal total, 2.26. So for all of the, I don't know, all, I don't, all the Americans who you know complain about there not being goals in a match, maybe you shouldn't watch this one. I don't know, but the odds for this one, they opened at minus 160 for the under two and a half goals. I looked this morning, minus 210 for the under two and a half goals. Everyone's going with the under in this match. Um, so that's that's kind of our mindset going into this game is most a lot of people are going to be playing the under. And when we get to tournament talk, I originally thought goalkeepers weren't going to be as popular because... You know, a lot of new players are coming in and and playing these showdowns, playing World Cup DFS, and, you know, they're not familiar with the goalkeeper captain. Uh, fortunately, with the low implied total, that may not be the case. So, I mean, these implied goal totals are pretty crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen a match with an implied total this low. A lot of this is because, so also in terms of the odds, I think Qatar, or sorry, Ecuador is about plus 100 to win this game. Now they're plus 135, so Qatar is getting some money. I think this is because if you look at Ecuador's recent friendlies, super defensive. I think there's been a total of maybe two or three goals in their last five friendlies. They haven't allowed a goal in those last five matches. And the reason I kind of 
I mean, the odds are going in Qatar's favor, but so Qatar has actually, unlike pretty much every other team in this tournament, Qatar has been training and has been playing friendlies for at least the last, last month. These guys have been together. Unlike Ecuador, who a lot of these guys are just joining up with the team. Uh, Grueso's coming off an injury. He may not start in this one. Caicedo, uh, Hincapi, Estupinian, these guys are coming over from Germany, coming over from England, where they play, enter Valencia, coming over from uh, wherever he's at. And then, I mean, some of these guys, Ibarra, Mena, Estrada, these guys, you know, Liga MX, that kind of a thing, Felix Torres. So, Liga MX, they, they've been off for a little more because Liga MX has been uh, kind of off for almost the past few weeks, uh, including playoffs there. So, I mean, some of these Ecuadorian guys are rested, but their best players are coming over from Europe, and they also haven't been really training together. So that's kind of why I actually like Ecuador. I'm sorry. That's kind of why, like, I'm just reading the comments from our guys, Chris and Jack over here. But I'm kind of leaning Qatar here because they've actually been playing uh, over the last month. These guys have been playing together. They've been training together. Whereas Ecuador, maybe together for a week. So that's something I take into consideration. So as we do, I'm going to talk about cash lineups, and then I'm going to get into a little turn of some tournament builds here. So let me sip some coffee, and then I will get into what I think will be the best uh, cash lineups here. Okay, so we got set pieces. We have mispricings. Unsurprisingly, the first lay of the World Cup, there are mispricings. And the big thing is, for me, if... So Jose Cifuentes, uh, he's mispriced. He is priced like a center back almost. Um, so if he starts, he could be the guy that starts over Grueso, or he could even be somewhere else. Uh, I'm projecting 4-4-2 for Ecuador, 4-3-3. We'll see who they start. Uh, they also got Plata as an option as well. These guys have kind of been interchangeable throughout their last friendly, so not really sure who they're actually going to go with. But if Cifuentes starts... I think Cifuentes is a lock at captain. Uh, at a minimum, he splits set pieces for Ecuador. Um, so if he starts, that's who I would go with at captain. No questions about it. Otherwise, that's when that's now is when the uh, the questions start to come in. If Cifuentes doesn't start, we will have probably a bigger split of set pieces. Also, these teams. If you want to look at penalty takers, Qatar basically used four PK takers throughout the past few years. Uh, Ecuador maybe leaning on Valencia for PKs, but I think he missed one, his last one for the national team. Plata and Grueso have also taken them. So if you're focused on PKs, it, it's not really certain who is who will be taking those PKs. But the other captain here, so if we look at our lineups, what we have here, it's probably going to be... It's believed to be a Mena. Mena will have, Angel Mena will have the majority rule of set pieces for Ecuador. There's also a question in here if Plata starts. If Plata starts, those guys will probably be splitting. And Plata, as we look at it, um, well, Mena is the most expensive player, but Plata is also up there. So we do have questions. I, If we get this starting 11, I probably... 
would not go. I'd try to find a way to get Mana into my captain spot, and, and let's see what we can do with that because that's that's a difficult route here. If if we get this lineup, Mana will be on the majority of set pieces. Estupinian may get some set pieces from the field, may get some corners. We'll see on that. I'm not sure, like Ibarra, Estrada, Valencia probably won't be on corners. So it'll be probably those two guys. Again, this is without Cifuentes and without Plata in the starting 11s. Okay, we have to we have to make notes of this for when the starting 11s come out. With Qatar, we're going to get a little more of, it's pretty much going to be a split of Afif and Hatem. So Qatar, 5-3-2. Uh, they have a Spanish manager, Kind of moves into like a 3-5-2 with the ball. A little more defensive 5-3-2. I wrote up my betting article. I kind of compared it to, I kind of looked at, you know, Maccabi Haifa played this lineup in Champions League. Brentford plays this lineup against better teams in the Premier League. That kind of a thing. As for Qatar, we're looking at Akram, Afif for set pieces. And then uh, Hatem for set pieces as well. Um, wherever he is, Abdulis Hatem is somewhere here. Here he is. Okay, he has the question was he has four names and he's appearing as Abdul on the cheat sheet, but that is Hatem. That's the guy what, that we're talking about here. So, Afif, so Qatar's attack. I guess I'll just get this out of the way. Afif kind of does a little bit of everything. He played under Chabi in Qatar. Uh, when Chabi was managing, I can't remember whatever team that was, but Afif is probably their best player. He's he's the creator. He also scores goals. And then Ali, Elmoaz Ali, the other forward, is probably more of the goal scorer, probably less of the creator. He's always on the end of Afif crosses, that kind of a thing. So that's kind of what we're looking at with Qatar. That's why those guys are most expensive for him. So as we're talking about cash lineups, Angel Mena here, captain, he is max price, but he will probably be, if we get these lineups, he will probably be the most popular captain. And if he's getting the majority of set pieces for Ecuador, I think Ecuador are going to have more corners in this match, uh, no matter how it goes. Qatar, a team that likes to go on the counter, they like to sit back a little more than go on the counter. So that's that usually doesn't lead to a lot of corners. So if Mena is in there, I think a lock for my lineups is fullback on Halo Preciado. I think he's going to start at right back for Ecuador. And you can look at his pricing. He's 5200 You compare Preciado's pricing with Estupinian. I know Estupinian is probably a better player at left back. But he should not be 10k and Preciado's at 5200 Like we're not. There's no guarantee that Estupinian even gets corners. Um, and even then, how many corners is he going to get? I think we just have a massive mispricing with these guys. Um, so, Preciado is basically a lock for me. I think almost in tournaments, he may even be as well. Like, at, at Stupinian's price at 10k, I, I may not even consider him in the cash games. Uh, because we don't even know if he's going to set pieces. For Mena... Mena's is going to have set pieces probably no matter what. If Cifuentes is in there, it'll probably be Mena and Cifuentes uh, flipping on those. So we got Mena, Preciado. The question is if you also want to spend up on one of those Qatar guys. If you want to spend up on like an Afif or something. 
I'm not sure it's needed because how many corners are we going to get from Qatar? Uh, like four corners, is that enough to justify the 10.4K forward for Qatar? Um, it seems like those guys kind of are sitting, sit further up in the attack and they're, they're waiting for the corner, so they don't really see that much of the ball. I would look at instead... Uh, the wingbacks for Qatar. You can get Pedro Miguel. Again, these guys are still kind of expensive uh, in general here. Like Pedro Miguel is 5,800 and then Hamed is 6,200. But I mean, this is cash games. So it, it almost seems like, <clears throat> again, we're, we're basing the, I'm basing all of this off of, we don't have any prior like DK numbers. Uh, you know, I obviously looked at prior matchups and that kind of thing, but the last, I don't know, five games for Qatar have been non-FIFA friendlies to where there's no stats in those games. And there's really no information at all in those games. They played against, you know, lower level national teams. They played against clubs at times as well. So there's very limited information of what we're going with. But it just seems like in the 5-3-2, they, the wingbacks push up is what I learned here. So that's that's leading me to the wingbacks, and that's usually the kind of strategy you go with in cash games anyway. So that's what we're looking at. Mena, Preciado, Miguel, Ahmed, and you still have a decent amount of money to kind of do whatever you want here. Like, do you want to plug in a Stupignan in here? If Valencia starts, if Plata starts, um, Caicedo is also in there, Estrada, if he's up there at forward... Uh, you'll have to decide if you want goalkeepers. I actually think the goalkeepers will be maybe too popular in cash games uh, because you look at the total here. A lot of people will be looking at, you know, at least one of these teams is going to get the winning clean sheet. But I'm not, you can go with the goalkeeper for cash games. I will say, how many saves are you expecting for these guys? If anything, I'd go with the Qatar goalkeeper because it seems like he's going to get more saves than uh, Dominguez for Ecuador. If Qatar are playing more on the counter, do we think that the Ecuador goalkeeper is going to get a lot of saves? Probably not. So even if you go with the scoreless draw here, maybe you only get one save from each of these goalkeepers. And sure, that's sure that's maybe at seven points, but you could also get you can also get clean sheets from defenders uh, and get. You know, you can get 8 to 10 point floors from the wingbacks, from the defenders, and not have to rely on saves in a defensive match. So that's not my move. There will be a lot of people just plugging in both goalkeepers in cash games. And that, that, that that's fine. I, I don't really have a, a preference, but I guess I do have a preference. That's a lie. I, I'm not going both goalkeepers. Sorry. The other thing here is Hatem for Qatar. He's 4,400. I, I believe he's also mispriced here because he does split set pieces for Qatar with Afif. And even if it's only two corners, like he's still at 4,400. He's basically at center back pricing. So if you need to save money in cash games, he is an option as well. Like he would allow you to go with, in addition to having Mena at captain, he'd also allow you to go with one of these other set piece takers for Ecuador, even a Estupinian, even a Plata or whoever. Uh, so Hatem, wingbacks, fullbacks, Mena, set piece takers, cash games. 
we just have to wait to see what the starting lineups look like, and then we'll go from there. But that's kind of it for cash games. Uh, you can pretty much, because we have some mispricings, we can pretty much captain whoever we want. That's why I think Mano will probably be the most popular captain because he can plug in Preciado, because he can plug in Hatem uh, for cheap value. Okay, so tournaments here. Um, one thing I will mention, so we have an exp I'm now seeing that Moises Caicedo is listed incorrectly as a forward. So once we get into uh, classic slates, that'll be interesting. But Moises Caicedo, midfielder, plays midfielder for Brighton. So his numbers in qualifying, he had two goals, four assists. And in this in this 4-4-2 or in a 4-3-3, Caicedo gets a little more forward because whoever's next to him is more of the defensive midfielder. And that allowed Caicedo to move up a little more. Um, he is kind of expensive. I think you know some of those qualifying stats are in, in his pricing here. And that's why he's expensive. But I would say... I wouldn't completely fade him because he is a central midfielder and he's expensive. That that's those are my thoughts on Caicedo. Um, he does foul a lot. That is also a downgrade. So if you are worried about that, that's probably why I wouldn't include him in captain. I believe he. Ha I'm sorry. In cash games, I believe Caicedo had the most fouls committed in Cone May Ball uh, qualifying. <laughs> so. Uh, there you go. That's that's one of the worries with him, but he also made the score sheet six times for a central midfielder. Okay, so tournaments, the most popular options will be, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what the most popular options will be. Uh, you got to think Ali and Afif will be up there for Qatar. Again, Mano will probably be up there. The set-piece takers with some goal upside are always there. Estrada and Valencia can be looked at, uh, unsurprisingly. Uh, we'll see how they line up. Again, this could be a 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3, 4-4-2. We'll see what Ecuador line up like. But needless to say, I mean, it's still going to be the, you know, the formations aren't entirely different. So uh, those are probably the most popular captains. Um, again, as I said with Mena, you can go with him and still make a reasonable lineup. So really, you can captain anyone you want and make a reasonable lineup. Because we have mispricings. Uh, as I said, like Preciado is almost a lock. Angelo Preciado is almost a lock. Assuming he starts. Uh, fingers crossed, I guess. But uh, one of their other starters at right back, Byron Castillo, he got injured before the tournament. And I think he's also actually banned from playing. I don't know. Either way, he's not in the squad. So that's why Preciado is going to start. So Preciado, pretty much a lock in all my teams. Other, so how do you want to look at this match? Do you want to play? Do you want to play for a one-nil win? Do you want to go with a goalkeeper captain? Do you want to take the goal scorer in a one-nil win? Do you actually? It may even be better to go with the goal route here because a lot of people are. Uh, it's it's so hard to uh, think because this is the World Cup. This is the first match. It's hard to project where everyone is going to go. That that is the problem here that I'm coming with as I'm talking that we don't know how everyone is going to play this because there are going to be more public people playing this and we don't know how the public are going to play. Generally, the public will be like, let me get the goals, let me get all the goals and we'll go from there. And they'll go with some center back punt, you know, hope to get a few points from him kind of a thing. 
But now, implied goal total of 2.26. We could see captain uh, goalkeeper captain a bit higher than usual. Uh, so we could see more defenders in tournament captain as well than usual. So you got to decide where you want to go. Um, so I'd say go with either goalkeeper um, and, and just hope for the best. Hope for that that winning clean sheet. I don't think anyone really stands out. If you want guitar, I would get Afif as my captain because he seems to be involved a little more than Ali up front, as I was saying earlier. So Afif is probably the guy for Qatar if you're looking that route. Um, if you want Ecuador, I'd go with one of the forwards because... I think Valencia will be subbed off before Estrada. No guarantees, but Valencia is older. Um, there's also a chance he's coming off the bench. But I would go with Estrada, maybe better for 90. And you know you can get these braces with the forwards as well. And you got to think uh, Ecuador will have more opportunities on that than Qatar. So that'll at least give a decent four. So I'm going to build a El Sheeb captain lineup and El Sheeb here I guess it technically can be El Sheeb or Barsham we don't know um, so if you have like if you're if the lineup you build is has no remaining salary just be warned that Barsham could start in net for Qatar but I think it's going to be El Sheeb so El Sheeb 7200 captain very cheap so that basically allows you to do whatever you want i think you plug in a thief in this one because a thief you're already on the qatar goalkeeper you're gonna get set pieces you're gonna get a possible goal slash assist from a thief so you throw that in there and then let's say you get the 30th uh qatar goal in the first 30th minute let's say it's from a thief i'm not you can maybe even plug in ali in this lineup uh, so, so yeah, this actually is pretty easy here to put together. Um, so you get the early goal, Afif and Ali combined for a first half goal. You got, you currently are on the winning clean sheet with Al Sheeb and net. And now Ecuador are going to push for the final 45. You're going to want the set pieces. Um, so that's going to be Mena. Uh, again, if Cifuentes is in there, uh, I may even consider him for tournaments. I know he doesn't. He probably doesn't have as much upside, but if he's splitting set pieces in this situation, that still could be like an eight-point floor. So Mena, we got eight thousand left, and conveniently that falls into Moises Caicedo and uh, again central midfielder. But if it is in this situation, he will probably be going forward and getting shots, and getting chances created, that kind of thing. So, of course, uh, the question is, will Ashib actually start in that so we can actually use this lineup? That is the question, um, because if Barsham starts, this lineup does not work. But no matter what, there's still plenty of wiggle room because we have, we also have uh, Hatem here. Hatem is underpriced, 4400 So if you need to save money somewhere, if you don't want Preciado in there, go down to Atem, and maybe he gets a set-piece assist, something like that. So you have options here with your Qatar goalkeeper captain, with your Ecuador goalkeeper captain. If you want to go Ecuador, 
you get the goal scorer, you get the assister, and then the opposite side of that, you get a thief on set pieces, maybe a Tem or maybe a Lee to get some shots and target, get some saves, that kind of thing. So I think that's it. So I've been talking, you know, 27 minutes. I, I hope that this, you know, helps. I hope this makes sense. I did. This is probably the most research I've ever done for a showdown. Usually in the Premier League, it's like I know all these teams front to back so I can I can just read a slate by looking at the players, that kind of thing, but I don't know much about these teams. Um, hopefully this helped. Hopefully we can win some tournaments. Again, you got to be a subscriber. We're going to be getting stats. We're going to be getting everything at Rotowire, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You're going to want these cheat sheets. Even if you don't play DFS, well... I guess why you're listening to the show if you don't play DFS, but you're gonna want these cheat sheets. Um, if you don't, even if you don't play D- DFS, like I still look at these cheat sheets for betting purposes to look at the implied numbers because the implied numbers are very helpful. And you can also get anytime goal score odds right here. As soon as the stats come in, we're gonna get set piece numbers. We're gonna get uh, floors. We're gonna get uh, stats conceded. That's gonna be all in these cheat sheets. But hey, I think we're gonna. I think this is gonna be a pretty good opener. I think uh, as long as this isn't three-two, uh, maybe you build a three-two lineup. Hey, congrats on the ten k, twenty k, whatever it is. But I think we're gonna get. It's gonna be a pretty low-scoring game. I think Qatar will try to you know get a goal or two off the counter. We'll see if that happens. But Ecuador. Probably gonna have the edge in the midfield with Caicedo and maybe Grueso, whoever else is in there. Uh, it could be scoreless, it could be scoreless, but um, I think we got good builds for cash and tournaments, so good luck to everyone. We will have uh, Monday's three-game slate. We will do that show Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern, so if you're watching this on Friday, if you're watching this show on Friday or Saturday, that show will also be up on our YouTube. That show will also be up on our podcast feed But we'll be doing a show every day, so I'll be seeing a lot of everyone. (laughs) Good luck for this opening showdown, and hopefully we can start the tournament off with some winnings. You can find me at Rotozadroik. You can find Rotowire Soccer at Rotowire Soccer on Twitter. Thanks for watching, and we'll see everyone in the coming weeks for World Cup 2022 in Qatar.